Hey, what's going on, Ramblers? Are you ready to get your ear hole filled? Ugh, yeah. All right, bonus episode with special guest tonight is Chris from the Kickback Podcast LA. So join me as uh, I interview him. He's popping my cherry as I'm doing this interview solo. Lo, YOLO. That sounded gay. But uh, we're going to sit down and chat. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Ramble Alcoholics Podcast. As you guys are quarantined and chilling, we decided to give you guys a bonus episode in the middle of the week. I hope you enjoy. Is it possible to two youths? To what? Oh, what was that word? Uh, what word? To what? What? Did you say youths? Yeah, two youths. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two youths. What's going on, folks? Yes, it is Wednesday. Well, actually, Tuesday recording here in the Squatter Studios and Casa Ramble, giving you guys a bonus episode. Welcome to the first of many episodes called The Two Utes. I'm your host, Mr. J. Uh, sadly, the other two guys are not here because uh, they're considered, quote-unquote, essential workers. But like the opener said, I do have a special guest here, folks. He is the co-host of the Kickback Podcast LA. He's a guy who's getting killer guests week after week. I got Chris on the phone. Chris? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you doing with this quarantine and chilling and... All that good stuff with the coronavirus. Personally, I'm I'm a homebody, okay. so I, I enjoy being at home. But there's like there's been a couple moments where like Jesus, I gotta get the hell out of here. So I, I go to like the liquor store every now and then, or go to like Liquor Mart where I get the beer for the show. You're so. Doing, you, so you're just looking for any excuse to get out of the house once in a while, even if your mom tells you, you know, hey, go get some pan dulce. You're like, I'll go get it. <laughs> And uh, this is like the first time where I'm like, hey, anybody, uh, anybody want anything? Want anything? <laughs> now, it, yeah. it, it's crazy. How is it affecting you guys in, on a, in the sense of your content on your show right now? Because right now, like, there are thousands of people now staying home. Well, hundreds of thousands of people staying home. And your show is being aired out more. Uh, our show is being aired out. So, like, do you notice a, a fluctuation of more people listening, less people listening? Yeah, I kind of noticed. Um, I feel like at first with everyone probably, like, not being at home, it kind of, uh, the numbers didn't go, like, as normal as usual. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because people were like, oh, I have all this free time, I can do whatever the hell I want. But now I feel like people want to go back to their routine of just, like, oh, yeah, like, listening to the podcast they always listen to and stuff like that. So things are balancing out now. But that first week, I feel like people were kind of doing their own thing besides listening to podcasts. No, for sure, for sure. I, I thought the same thing, too. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I've been seeing a little bit of an increase here and there, but kind of still steady. Um, what Are you guys practicing social distancing with you and your crew from the kickback? Uh, I want to say yes, but to be honest, not really. If like, get- still, I still have the guys come over <laughs> to do the podcast. We try to sit kind of further apart from each other, as usual. Mm-hmm. When they come, you know, we'll do elbows and shit like that, but... I, I would lie to you and say uh, that I'm actually practicing it. Well, if Gavin Newsom is listening, yes, we are practicing social distancing, and so he is listening. <laughs> what, what about you guys? Um, well, yeah, no. I mean, 
It's like we said on our show, we've already like swapped fucking, you know, cups here and there when we used to drink off of one cup to taste each other's beer. We've basically seen each other naked. I mean, social distancing, it's like a curse word in this room. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially with the guys I do with Jesse and Jay, I've known them since high school. Like, I've done practically everything with them. Like, fuck, Jesse's even farted in my face before. Like, it's been that bad. Like, Damn. See, no, yeah, I think we farted in each We haven't farted in each other's face. We farted in each other's premise, like, in the same area, but not in our faces. Yeah. That'll probably get into a nightmare oh, well, on this host. Yeah, that, well, that's a long story, but that was an accident. Jesse, I was trying to help Jesse out, and that <laughs> one rip, and I was like, you motherfucker. Crazy. So, oh, okay, so are you guys planning to do an episode this week, or are you guys going on hiatus? How are you guys going about this right now with the situation? Hell no, no hiatus for the kickback. <laughs> um, what we're doing is the guys will still come over. Um, uh, we just let released an episode with Alfred Robles, the stand-up comedian. He's an opener for Gateway Iglesias, so we had that. him. Instead of, yeah, instead of having him come to to us, we just did it over the phone. Um, but yeah, it was it's cool just to like get some people get some people on, even though they can't come to us. We're just trying to do it over the phone. Well, that's how we. That's how I decided to do this right now. Uh, this is something we had already talked about with the with my guys about doing like individual. Like if we find people, let's get them on the show and um, bring them over. Uh, either here to, to uh, Squatter Studios or to Mr. Lou's house at uh, Musty Studios. But with, this, so, with the social distancing, it's kind of hard. So we say, you know what, let's throw it out there. Let's, you know, let's throw the hook out there, see if we can get someone to at least do a phone interview with us. And like I said to you on the DM, you're popping my chair because you're my first guest of the two youths. Well, the Ramley Alcoholics well, I, present the two youths. So. I appreciate it, man. Hey, no, thanks, man. Um... Once again, your first episode came out June 17, 2019. You're 39 episodes in. How, yeah. how does that feel yeah, hearing that right now? I, I was going to say, I, I don't even remember that. Throwing those dates <laughs> out there. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> um, it, I feel like for me, it's crazy just because I've been doing like radio or podcasting for so long mm-hmm. that like I kind of lose track of time. So like, I feel like sometimes, like, I've been doing the kickback with Jesse and Jay forever, but then I think about it, I'm like, oh, no, it's only been, like, a short amount of time. But for me personally, it it, it just kind of all meshes into one. Like, it, it's pretty crazy. So the kickback never stopped because, you're, you know, you always do it with your friends, basically. Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is that when, when we first started, I started the kickback with my brother Gilbert. I was about to ask you that right now, too. I was about to ask you that. You did start with your brother. Yeah, some people, they might know him as Dead Mom now, but uh, I started that with him. Uh, we got, like, eight episodes in, mm-hmm. and for some reason, like, we just couldn't, like, click on time. Like, I was busy, or he was busy, and then, like, we, we just couldn't figure it out, so we ended up not doing it anymore. And then just time went by, and I was like, man, like, this is the first time... But I've never been on on a podcast on air. So what I decided to do, I just threw it out there with my friends, like, "Hey, uh, have you guys ever thought about doing a podcast?" They shut that shit down real quick. They're like, "Nah, we never thought about it." And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, and I was like, "How about you guys do a podcast with me?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, like that sounds better." Like, because they thought 
Like they were going to be doing one by themselves. And you were going to so produce like, it. Yeah, yeah. I got, so basically, exactly. where they, where they, they just thought you were going to stick a mic in their face and you're going to be like counting down three, two, one, go, talk. Exactly. Where I was like, no, no, no. Like we're all going to be doing it together and it's going to be fun. Because literally, like the moment we started hanging out and drinking, and I'm sure you've you've had that where it's like, fuck, like this needs to be recorded. This is hilarious. Like people need to listen to this shit. So I knew the moment that you know we started hanging out more and more, I was like, this is gonna be a podcast. They just don't know it yet. You know it. It, it just it takes it takes time for them to realize it, and that's something that I felt the same way when I would do it with Escaleto and our former host TTV Chubbs. We were like, we're giving out gold. I see it. It just hasn't matured yet, and you know when it does, it's gonna be fucking great. And so far, it's been good right now. Exactly, and I would uh, for you and for us, like it, it's it's more just like people getting an inside look of you know us hanging out and what we usually do, even when there's no mics in front of us. What's what's one what's the takeaway that you get from fans about your show? Like, what's one thing like you're like, what the fuck? You guys get that from my show? Like. Um, well, from what we've gotten, like, from messages and stuff, and actually, like, meeting that, meeting some of our listeners in person, mm-hmm. it, it's just, like, they, they, they love the, from what we've gotten most of the time, is like, oh, you guys sound, like, just like my friends. Like, you guys are just, like, like, uh, my group of friends, or you, you're, I'm like you, and you're, like, and my friend's, like, Jesse, and we have a J, and, like, it, it's crazy, like, people compare their friends with with us. Nah, I get I get the same thing. You know, usually we get like, holy fuck, you guys say that thing. There's some shit that we want to say on we want to say in person, but we don't, and that's what we like listening to you. And I'm like, oh, that's what you guys get. I I just thought you guys started just liked how drunk we get, and I it, it it's funny to me when it's like they want to say the shit that we can't that they can't, but we'll say it for them. That's kind of the thing I take away from the show I do. Yeah, no, I, I can see that, you know, because I listen to your guys' episodes, too, and you know, there's, like I said, there's times where, like, I, I I listen to you guys, and I'm like, fuck, I wish I could say that. Like, I would want to say that, or I don't have the balls to say that, or I'm not too drunk enough to say that. I think too drunk enough. I think, it, I think if you put a certain amount of alcohol in a person, the truth is going to come out, and the shit that they really want to say that's festering down in that chamber is going to come out. Oh, yeah. Alcohol, for sure, is a truth serum like no other. So you mentioned earlier that you uh, you did radio, and of course you're doing podcasts. That's what I got you. But what made you, like, what attracted you to the radio? What attracted you to podcasting? So um, I went to Cerritos College, the community college, mm-hmm. and I took this class. It was called Radio TV Film. And I took it with my best friend at the time, and... I was not doing a damn thing in that class. I didn't do any of the homework. I barely would show up. The only reason I would show up was because my friend. And, you know, midway through the semester, the professor tells us, hey, there's some of you who are failing the class. If you want extra credit, you can go to the radio station next door and you can record a 30-minute episode of whatever you want. And you turn in the CD to me, and it'll be extra credit. Oh, shit. So, so I was like, I need that fucking extra credit. So I tell my friend, hey, let's do this. We're going to do it. We do some stupid little shows about, you know, talking nonsense and, 
talking about, you know, sports and stuff. Uh, and eventually I did so many that I didn't have to do any more assignments. I just would do the show and turn that in as extra credit. <laughs> and it was crazy. Like we did them, but the only person that was listening to them was, was the teachers. And then, you know, after we did it after a while, the guy who ran the studio, uh, Casey Petrowski, I'll never forget him. He, uh, he told us, Hey, you know, you guys can audition and, and be on the, on, on air with us. And I was like, I'm down. Let's do it. We did our audition. We got passed. And we ended up being on the radio for like two and a half, three years. Shit. Uh, ended up getting nominated for awards. It was it was pretty crazy, man. Damn, we got nominated for awards? Shit, dude. Yeah, that. yeah. And it, yeah, it took us, uh, we got nominated for the IBS uh, Best Sports Talk Show. Um, and they, we ended up going to New York. I got a full paid expense to New York. It was it was like that that moment was just like, man, people are actually listening and people are appreciating it and literally like when that happened, mm-hmm. I, I knew I was like, dude, I'm never gonna stop doing this shit. So my question then would be, so uh were, did you wanna continue in being in radio or were you more like you kinda were seeing the signs where radio is heading and you saw, you know what, let me go on this let me go on let me get out of this lane and let me go on the podcast lane. Like was, oh, that, yeah. was it like that for you, or how was it? Oh, for sure, because when I first when I started doing radio, I literally would never listen to music. I just had AM radio on all the time. And then after a while, I was like, you know what, let me, let me listen to some podcasts, let me listen to this and that. And I would always get, I was always trying to get the radio station to flip it to a podcast studio. And, you know, he was kind of like that old mindset, like, no, radio will never die. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I want to switch my platform to a podcast. And that's like around the same time that I left. So it was like perfect timing. So I was always thinking that podcast was going to be king. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I feel it is. I, I, I feel that uh, radio is too commercialized now. Like you hear more commercials than you do the radio host. And you hear the same fucking song in rotation. With podcasts, you get brand new content every week. Or sometimes two to three times a week. So you always get something new no matter what. Yeah. And the, I feel like the biggest part is like when I did radio, I was mostly doing just sports. I wasn't doing what we were doing now with mm-hmm. the kickback. And, you know, I couldn't cuss. I had to be clean. I had to make sure that I hit my my marks for, you know, commercial breaks. I had to make sure I, I read the, the ad reads at a certain time and, you know, doing the podcast now, doing the kickback with the guys, it's just, it's on my time. I can do whatever the hell we want. Like, we could do an ad if we want. We could do this when we want. We don't have to do anything, any ad reads or anything like that. And and we can cuss and be ourselves. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot better. Um, Who would you say is one of your biggest podcast influences? Like, what's one of the one podcasts you would listen to that made you like, you know, fuck, yeah, I can do this shit, too. I did radio. I can do podcasts, too. But like this fucking podcast is what got you there. Um, I'll be honest. The first real, the first time I really got into podcasting, I I don't know why I remember this, but I remember listening to Joe Rogan interview um, Lance Armstrong. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Um, and that was the first episode where I was like, you know what? You know, this is 
like I, I like this. And then it, I jumped around to different podcasts, but um, it's hard to say one, maybe Joe Rogan, but I don't want to give like all the credit to him, even though mm-hmm. he is like podcasting. But I, I feel like it was more, more just like all these like it, it was just comedians in general. Like because I love comedy. Yeah. Like that's the one thing people don't really know is that I'm like super into stand-up comedy. I love it. So I would always just follow my favorite comedians like Bird and Tom Segura before people started talking about them. You knew about um, them? Yeah, and it's crazy now that like some of my friends will be like, oh, dude, you listen to Tom Segura's podcast or your mom's house or Tiger Belly or this or that. I'm like, man, like, yeah, it's finally fucking caught up. <laughs> Again, you're ahead of the curve and you're just waiting for everyone to catch up. Exactly, man. Uh, so real quick on um, what uh, I know we talked about it earlier on, but uh, just get back. I think we just asked you what you do with quarantine. Uh, what are your thoughts with the whole coronavirus thing? I know you're probably sick and tired of talking about it. You, I know you probably talked about it on your show, but just to get our listeners your take on it, what's your whole thing with this coronavirus situation going on? So uh, when I'm not podcasting, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, I work at a school. So it was crazy just to like not work for like all this time I haven't been working I've been just staying at home um and at first I was like you know what this is just you know people are overreacting people are like tripping out for no reason and as time goes on and like just hearing people excuse me hearing people talk about like you know losing their job and you know, not being able to put food on the table because they can't work. So I feel like I'm more, I feel more empathy towards, like, the what, what the virus caused than the actual virus. Yeah, no, no, yeah. That's... Yeah, because it, 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 it sucks just seeing all these people talking about losing the, their jobs and stuff and not being able to, you know, feed their kids. And then to top it off, you know, you have... You can't leave the house. You know, people, it's not like you can just go find another job real quick. You know, all the essential jobs are, you know, they're already taken. So it's not like you can just get up and go to work. So it sucks. Or even if you could get a job, you don't even know. By next week, this virus could be gone. And by the time they hire you, you're asking to be like, hey, we don't need you anymore. You can go back. Exactly. So, that's what that's what shitty about it. Yeah. Um, no, no, with my line of work, I, I do a service, so I service a lot of facilities, and I'm seeing the the trend of how people are just getting laid off. I'm also seeing the paranoia of everything. Like, uh, I service Kaiser Permanente out here in Bolden Park, and I'm not kidding you, I had to go through, like, maybe, like, five screenings on every floor just to go deliver something. Even though I had already got screened the first floor, all three floors, I had to get screened. And on the way back down, I got to get screened again. That's crazy. It's just paranoia. I mean, like, Amazon, you know, shit. I'm surprised by next week they're not going to be wearing hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah, I was I was, uh, I was, tripping out about that. Like, people are still delivering, which is good, but I was, I'm curious. What are you going to do with uh, with your Trump check of your, your stimulus package here? Oh, shit. My mooch money? Uh, the, how we call it here on the Rambling Show? My mooch money? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I... I I might invest in I might invest some some XLR mics. You kind of sold me on those mics, Chris, when I went on your show, man. Episode 30, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode thirty five of the Kickback Podcast. Go listen to it. You guys will find you guys will find it oh, hilarious. Let me, let me add 
that so far that episode is one of the most it's like top five most awesome <laughs> episodes so far. My guys would be applauding it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna give you guys credit. You know, everyone was jumping on that and people loved it, man. But you know what though? We're killer guests, even though we're level one. We're killers. Yeah, man. You you got killer numbers, killer guests. You know, you you did good. It was a good, it was a good episode. I, I I enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, awesome. to episode thirty five. Episode thirty five. We call it the we hope we get the shout out in the in El Cucuy de la Mama, the mañana episode. That's what we call it. <laughs> um, but uh, no. So I'm thinking about with that money. If because technically I'm you know I got I'm married. Well, not technically. I'm actually married. And I got to share it with my wife. So I'm thinking about investing in new microphones for the podcast. My mm, wife my cool. wife could have something else planned for it. So I got to, you know, got to talk with the wife. What about you, though? What are your plans with that money? I was thinking about that, too, like investing it and putting it back into the podcast and stuff. Um, I think the one jump that we do want to make is getting on YouTube and... Uh, I was thinking of getting some cameras, getting some cameras going, um, just to try to make it like a full on, you know, show and stuff that we could post on YouTube and, you know, post clips on Instagram and stuff. But that's probably maybe the one thing I'll, I'll probably buy. So with, with YouTube, I, I know on, on the Ram Alcoholics, we're having a problem with it because we always get kicked out because we're either playing music that isn't licensed to us or we're saying derogatory or inflammatory <laughs> shit. So we get kicked out. Are are you afraid of that? I mean, and I've heard you guys the show. I mean, yeah, you guys, you guys are pretty cool. You guys, you know, you guys have foul mouths as, as we do as well. But are you scared that if you guys go that route, you might get kicked out of YouTube? I mean, you, people like the Joe Rogan and the Fighter and the Kid don't longer go live. They have to tape it and then edit and then post it like hours later. Yeah, see, and that's the point. Like, I don't mind putting in that extra work of editing out like songs or you know, cutting stuff out like that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing it. And and just to make my life easier, I probably won't play, like, songs that are going to get us pulled down from YouTube or, you know, just, like, kind of licensing things like that. So mm-hmm. I'll probably, I'll try to, like, make my life easier and not post or put stuff up like that. But I'm not necessarily afraid because I know if I do get knocked out, I'll just leave it, I'll just post them on IGTV. Like, I'll just put all the episodes there. That's something that we've been thinking about going. But we're like, eh, we're too drunk when we're recording. And I would have to hire a fucking intern or find someone I can go, I can hustle into doing this shit for free. So, yeah. That's kind of my thing. Um, my question, my other question, like I said, I have a list of questions. You know, I have this one question. Where do you see your podcast going in the future? Like, you just mentioned you want to go into YouTube. Um, where do you see yourself in the next couple of years with this show? Like, evolving? Are you guys going to spread it out? Like, where do you see it? So, what's, what's crazy is that, and it's weird, you could call it cheesy, you could call it stupid or dumb, whatever, but um, I remember before I did the, I started the podcast, like, the second time around with uh, Jesse and Jay, I, I had a dream that I had, you know, a couple of podcast under my belt like pretty much like a podcast network Mm -hmm. so uh the direction that we're going to and me personally is helping people out that want to have a podcast that want that maybe don't have an audience just yet and 
trying to pretty much put them on our platform so that way our listeners don't rely solely on one episode a week. They rely on, oh, they have the kickback this time. They have the hot corner on this day. They have, you know, something, some other show to listen to all connected to the kickback. So the hot corner, that's your that's your baby right there. What's going on with that one, bro? Because I, I, haven't men- I didn't mention it because, I mean, I don't see you posting too much or either my Instagram doesn't show me anything you're posting. But what's going on with the hot corner? Yeah, so that one, we actually put a pause on that one just because the guy I do it with, Joseph, <laughs> we're actually going to we're actually gonna test it out and we're going to move our episodes all on IGTV. So, oh, shit, okay. So yeah, we're gonna have um, episodes on there from going going forward, just mm-hmm. to try and see how the numbers look on there, and we're really gonna try and like push it onto the the kickback platform, like just to kind of mix it in a little bit, mm-hmm. so kind of cross our listeners together. So we'll, we'll that's in the works, along with like another podcast that we have getting ready to you know release. Um, probably in the next couple of months or so. Can you give this, us a hint? Kinda... Can, you, can you give us a hint? I mean, you make it an exclusive. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> you, like I like I mentioned, um, you know, my brother's you know started with me and started this, so I've always tried to get him to do his own podcast, <clears throat> like with his own friends or with his crew. So we're gonna have Dead Mall jumping on the kickback with us to. Uh, to have their own podcast on our platform as well. So would you be moderating this thing? Is that the word? Is that even a fucking word? Moderating this? Um, I, <laughs> I, I'll monitor it. I'll monitor it and I'll make sure, I'll kind of be producing it a little bit. Okay. But um, uh, I just want to get them started and then have them on our platform as well. So I'll, I'll be keeping a close eye on their stuff. So yeah, I guess you can say that I'll be, you know, keeping a close eye and kind of, Having my hands on on everything. Okay, okay, okay. So you hear here, folks. You got the Kickback Podcast. Um, we got the uh, Hot Corner, which possibly, uh, well, not possibly. It's gonna be going on IGTV, so keep a lookout on that. And then you got Dead Malt Anarchy. Shout out to him. Hopefully, I can get him on this episode. I know, uh, you know, soon. But uh, is, so so continue with the question. Where else do you see like in the future? Like you're 39 episodes into the into the Kickback Podcast. Where do you see yourself going? That's a question you asked me when I showed up. Like, where do you see this going in sense of like episodes, like, like guests uh, overall, like the broader spectrum of what you see the show evolving? To? Yeah, yeah. What I think what helps a lot is like my radio background to it. Mm-hmm. And what's cra- what's crazy is that I've I've had conversations with other podcasters, and I'm sure you've had same instances where. You know, some people kind of uh, think they're a little too high and mighty or they're, you know, really on their high horse. Mm-hmm. And I've had conversations with people who they kind of take podcasting a little too serious. Yeah. Um, where in the sense it's like, I'm just here to have fun. And however long that can last me, it'll be a memory that, that'll, that I'll never forget. It'll be something that I can hold and cherish and, you know, enjoy. But just moving the kickback more and just, I, I am trying to get more guests, like uh, killer guests, as, you know, some guys say. I'm trying <laughs> to get more of those guys on. Um, 
you know, people with a lot of followers that can, you know, help our our numbers out as well. So, you know, that that's kind of what we're trying to do is just get more and more bigger and bigger guests on so that way more and more people and different people can hear our show. Nice, nice. So you, you cannot have the same mentality I do when it comes to doing this show. Like, I'm just here to have a good time. I don't – if I can reach out and help people or if I can collaborate with people, I'm cool with that. But I'm just – if this right, if this right were to pull over and tell me to get out, hey, I had fun on, I had fun, I had fun in this ride, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm in the same boat. If I can get guests or a quote unquote killer guest, that's great. If, if I can get Joe Schmoll from the in the corner of Whittier Boulevard, you know, drinking a fucking you know, uh, malt liquor and tell me a story about his days, I'm down with that. I don't care. I'm about having a good time and having people like you who are about having a good time. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's funny is that I was literally just having this conversation with uh, uh, my group of friends that we've had on the show before, and you know, they're like, "Hey, man, if you if the podcast ever blows up, just don't forget about us." And I was like, "Shut up!" You know, my favorite podcasts are when I have my friends on. So that's like that's something that I'll never I'll never stop doing. Well, no, bro. You, uh, it was funny because my group of friends were like telling they heard episode thirty five of your kickback. And they're like, dude, you probably think you're the big time now. You're you're in there. You got some. You got some. You know, even though it's bad publicity, but it's good publicity. You got. You probably got a big head. And I go, I kind of do. But you know what knocks me back now? That I get drunk and I wake up hangover the next day. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was curious. Like, um, I don't know how many podcasts you've ever done. Like other people's podcasts. I'm kind of curious. Like, do you get the sense of like some guys? You know, thinking that like, oh, my podcast is reserved for, you know, big guests and only big guests. Um, yeah, when I was when I was inquiring because I was picking your brain and I was picking someone else's brain and I, and I think that person took it as like I was trying to jump on and it was kind of like he he had maybe had like 20, 30 episodes under his belt, but he already thought he was like the Joe Rogan of the podcast game, and I'm like, bro, I'm just picking your brain. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to jump on, and even I realize I'm I'm just a small fish, but you're a small fish too. It'll be uh, I've encountered that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because what's crazy is that you know just talking to other podcasters or whatever, you know, they always give you those like um, you get that a lot, and especially now where like you just interact with more podcasters, like oh bro, we got to do a podcast together, we got to do one, and it never happens. So like, oh yeah. And what's crazy is that people make it seem so difficult where literally you text me like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to do it? Let's fucking do it. Like, it's that simple. Uh, so and literally, I'm sorry, I was going to say, this is like the first, this is like, this is the first podcast, like the first other for like podcast I've done, like that's obviously not mine. So you're mm-hmm. the first podcast I've jumped on. I popped your chair and you popped my chair because this is the first interview. Well, second, no, well, this is my first interview I've done solo, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's that, it's that easy. Like, some guys, some guys, I don't know if they're, I don't even want to say intimidated because it's not like we're the biggest podcast in the world or if they're just, like, thinking that, you know, we're not worthy to be on their other part. Like, I, I'm always in the mindset of just helping each other out mm-hmm. and just doing, and, like, you be, you be on mine, I'll be on yours and stuff like that. It, it, it's, it's, the, pod, the podcast is such a big fucking field you know, it, it, there's no need to compete against each other. There's no need to, like, think you're bigger than anybody. I mean, dude, like, we're all here doing the same shit. We're all here helping each other out. It, it, that, that's my mentality. Like, last night someone hit me up. Hey, would you want to be on our show? 
I said, yeah, all I asked, like, how do you want to do about this? Because was because of social distancing. And he was like, why are you going to make, why are you going to make trouble for that? And I'm like, how am I making trouble? All I'm asking is how we're going to do this. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I think maybe I should have been more, uh, more descriptive of my, my answer. Like, do you want to do a phone call or do you want to Skype? Because if, if I got a Skype, I got to download the, I got to download the Skype thing. And he made it seem like I was being, uh, I was being a diva. And I'm like, uh, all I asked is how we're going to go about this and where are you located? Because there could be a time zone difference. Exactly. Some people don't understand that. Like, like uh, you know, I've done interviews where like guys are on the East Coast, guys are out of the country. And, like, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm on your time. I want you on my show. So whatever time you want to do it, that's what time we're mm-hmm. about to do it. Or, uh, or I ask them like, hey, uh, have you heard our episode? Because don't re- I mean, to me, my mentality, don't reach out to some a plan other platform if it doesn't if you don't mesh with that platform. Like, I'm not gonna go and uh a pro-feminist fucking uh, podcast where I'm on my past, my podcast using the word bitch, broad, and cunt. I'm not going to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just jumping on any podcast, you're just whoring yourself around. Go into podcasts that, you know, that you know would attract that audience to you. Exactly. So, that, that I mean, that's my tip here for anybody listening. I mean, don't whore yourself around. Go to, pl- go to platforms that you know that are gonna you know attract their listeners to your platform and vice versa mutually help each other yeah it's like a you kind of gotta be it's like a dutch rudder i'm jerking you (laughs) you're jerking yourself off but i'm helping you jerk yourself off and i'm hoping you're gonna do the same thing in return (laughs) yeah like it's it's kind of like in the sense it's like and and my biggest thing is like you know if yeah do do other people's podcasts and you know have other people on but if someone does ask you to be on theirs, you know, I, I always like, I'll always say yes. I'll never say no. I'll never say like, oh, let me check. I'm always going to say yes because I'm, I've, I've been on the other side where it's like, hey, can you be on my podcast? Is it okay? Like, I've been on that other side and I know that, you know, it, it takes some courage to, to send a message out and stuff like that. So I always like, whenever someone wants to be on their podcast, I'm always saying yes. It's like trying to ask a girl out that you like, and you're you're hoping. Like, oh, hope she says yes. Hope hopefully I'm wearing yeah. the hopefully I'm wearing the right shoes. Hopefully I'm wearing the right fucking getup because if she says no, heartbreaking. And and if when they finally say yes, you're fucking giddy. It, it, to me, that's the way I look at it. When I approached you, it was kind of like I'm trying to ask you out on a date. Like I was in middle school. Like, hey, Chris, and I'm like kicking the dirt. Hey, Chris, you want to go out with me? Yeah, that's pretty much how it is, dude. And some people don't get that. It's like. Dude, how can you have, like, fucking Joe Rogan on your spot? Like, it doesn't work that way, bro. That's right, bro. If you're ever in Joe Rogan, give me a shout-out, please. I keep hearing that. I'm going to get a shout-out, and I'm still listening. I'm still waiting. Dude, you're going to get so many shout-outs, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, Chris. So this is going to the tail end of the show where I'm calling this. Well, we're calling this. But again, guys, the, usually I'm having my guys with me, but they're not here because they're essential workers. So I'm going to be doing this. It's called Inside the Guest. You can take it however you mm-hmm. want it. So we're going to be Inside Chris. So Chris, right. um, you can answer this, and it's up to you if you want to give an explanation to it or not. So first question, what is your favorite curse word? Ooh, we just had this conversation a couple episodes ago. Oh, uh, I'd, I'd probably say fuck. Like, I say fuck a lot. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, and what's crazy is that, just to add on to that, we were talking about what cuss words 
we really don't use. Mm-hmm. And I brought up that I've never used the word cunt. And oh. when you guys when you guys came on, <laughs> the word the word cunt was the first time that ever came out on our podcast. Oh shit! I did a first. Yes, you were the first person to say cunt on our podcast. I I like using the word cunt whenever it's appropriately. I like using it. Yeah, I never use it. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, the question number two: What is your least favorite curse word? Probably cunt. There you go, cunt. It is. Who does? No, not, it's, it's not that it's like my least favorite. It's just like my least used. I never use it. Yeah, fuck it. We'll t- we'll take the we'll take the answer. Question number three: What is your favorite beer or liquor to drink? My favorite beer and liquor. All right, so my favorite beer, I, I can never go wrong with a Modelo. I can always drink that. Especially, you know, I, I know we're like, we do what's on tap on our show. And yeah. We have like different craft beers. Those are always nice, but I can never say no to like a good ice cold. As, as we're doing this, I'm drinking a fucking Modelo. Dude, as we're doing this, I'm drinking whiskey at this moment. I've been whisking it out yeah. the last two weeks. And then liquor, um... I'm Peruvian and I really love pisco. Pisco, what, what, what is it? What is yeah. that? Oh shit, I'm curious. So it's it's pretty much like the Peruvian version of tequila, Ooh. but it's made out of grapes. Ooh. So it ha- like I've noticed a lot of people who like wine like that drink. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I really like it. I could fucking drink that for days. Like I could drink the whole bottle if I wanted to. But yeah, I like I like pisco. I gotta, I gotta try some of that then. Shit. Yeah. So for all your listeners, look it up. Pisco. You could find it like at a Bevmo. Uh, that's probably like the one spot you could find it. Some liquor stores have it, but yeah. Pisco yeah is I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Bevmo would probably be the best bet. All right, number four. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I said yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, number four. Least favorite beer or liquor to drink. Least. Um, all right, so. My least favorite liquor would be Jack Daniels. What? Just because, yeah, just because I have, I, I was traumatized. What? So I was like 11, I was 11 years old. Oh, shit. And my brother was at my, I, I was home, we were just hanging out, and my brother popped open a bottle of, of uh, Jack Daniels. And he was like, hey, man, just just try it, just try it. And I was like, a goody, I was like a goody two shoes. I was like, no, no, I don't want it. And he's like, look. I'll just give you the cap. Just try the cap. So I was like, okay. Like a fucking dumbass. I was like, okay. So I go, I throw it, and I was like, this is my first shot ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've seen my dad take shots, and he really just throws it back. And I was like, I'm going to try to do the same shit. I throw it back, oh. and my dumbass decides to just, like, leave it in my mouth instead oh. of just swallow it. Oh, God. So I leave it in my mouth, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I swallow it. And then in two seconds, I was like, "Fuck!" And I threw up the whole fucking Jack Daniels. Oh, my gosh. It was the worst. Even to this day, I can't, I don't know why I can't drink it. You can't drink, oh, come on. Who doesn't like Jack? Yeah, oh. I can't, I can't do Jack Daniels. I could, I could kind of do Jack and Coke. Okay, so you, you kind of do it, but you just can't do it uh, straight. You can't do it, uh, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Oh, just to t- go back, my second favorite, uh, Alcohol mm-hmm. would be a vodka tonic. Well, my man. Vodka, vodka tonic with two limes. There you go. So you like, uh, what, was, what was the Peruvian uh, wine? You know, Peruvian, like, 
Well, tequila wine? Uh, pisco. Pisco. And then vodka and vodka tonic. There wine. you go. And he doesn't like Jack Daniels. Straight, though. He'll drink yeah. it mixed, but not straight. Yeah, exactly. And your least favorite beer? Ooh, least favorite beer. Uh, I'm not really into those dark beers. Um... Oh, the the stouts, the porters. Yeah, I'm not big on a, any any kind of stout. I'll probably like if you got it for me, I'd probably drink it. But in the back of my head, I'd be like, "Fuck, why this guy give me a stout?" Damn, I'm glad we didn't bring you anything. <laughs> That's all we drink here. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, we got we got fucked up last uh, last Friday with one of our guests, um, Edgar, the conspiracy theorist, and we got this. Oh yeah, uh, I was listening to that. Yeah, we we bought beer from Progress Brewery called the Fat Henry. It was like 12.2% alcohol. Then, oh, man. And we had two of those. And that fucked us up. Like, I mean, I've gone... The next day, all three of us are here congregating over some menudo and coffee. Have you, have you ever been to a beer share? Or a bottle share? No, no. I, I saw the Yukon. I was kind of curious about that. So yeah, I went to the first one. I've never, I've never, I've never gone to one. But you know, being in this little like mini craft beer community type of thing, yeah. I'll, I'll get invited and stuff. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna go. So I ended up going with my brother. It was a good time. We had fun, and he pulls out this bottle of it's a big bottle. It looks like a champagne bottle, but it's actually beer. Oh, shit, and man. it's this beer. It's this beer that is. 20%. Oh, shit. 20 fucking percent. I pour it in my little my little cup, my taster cup, and I felt like I was taking a shot. It was like the hardest oh. beer I've ever had in my life. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, shit. I was, it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. I got to meet people who listen to the podcast, but, dude, I got, that shit started at like 9 o'clock, ended at 1 I got home. I was hungover by the time like I was. It was like four o'clock. I was hungover. So you were like me when I went to a craft beer kings. Did a taste of SoCal up in Long Beach. Yeah. And they started like I think ten in the morning. By twelve o'clock, we were fucked up. We were still going. By the time we got home, like at three, we were hungover and we were knocked out in my apartment floor. All of us, all three of us. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I, I'll never forget. It was just. It, it was fun. So the next time there's a bottle share, a beer share, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up. I mean, yeah. I mean, as long as there's, you know, security for some people, you know, we're good. <laughs> oh, no. That'll be, everyone will love it. I mean, I, as far as I know, I don't think I'm welcomed by that community. But if you invite me, then we're cool. It'll be like that. Uh, it'll be like Donnie Brasco when Al Pacino goes, hey, if I say you're with me, I vouch for you. If I say you're one of us. Exactly. So uh, I'll, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, when you go, you're going with the kickback. All we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll run, we'll run deep. You guys got three guys. We have three guys. I'm that's down. A nice group right there. I'm down. I'm always down. I know my guys will be down too. Uh, so, question number five: What is your favorite porno site to watch now that you're being quarantined and chilling at your house? Like my favorite website? Yes, sir. Uh, so I know everyone's all up on Pornhub and all that stuff, but. My go-to one would be XNXX. Repeat that one more time for the listeners who are right now typing this on their computer or tablet. Yeah, I'll, I'll repeat it for you just right now. XNXX. There you go. Dot com. There you go, folks. Get your, get your jack off on right there. 
Well, what's yours? What's your go-to one? Uh, well, luckily this room is closed. I don't think my wife will listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to go on the. I'm gonna say used to on this episode because my wife might listen. Spank Bank. Oh, I heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I never. I never tried it out. I gotta look it it's up. Not bad. Not bad. They're pretty quick at releasing shit that's already out, and then you gotta watch it that same day. If not by tomorrow, it's already gone. So. What, what's your What's your thing like? Because I've seen other like porn sites. Like I'm really into like the format of it. Like I don't want to be digging around for categories and all. Like I want everything up front, like easy access. Mine's is like I kind of want to like okay, this is the categories. Give me the categories. And I like how they have it from like newest to oldest, and like you, you can literally set the format the way you want it, and it kind of already does it for me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so like you know, I, I'll be like, let's say, oh, you know, I'm in the mood for black for black chicks. I'm gonna go to Ebony's. All right, cool. You know what? I like titty ones, and you know, I like them around asses. Let me see what I got. Boom! It gives me a nice fucking search of all big tits and ass. Dude, it's so crazy that like you could you that search bar you can type in anything, and that shit will pop up. Even if you want to watch Corona porn, they got coronavirus porn. I heard that that's, that's really hot right now, that people are really into it. I, I checked it out, and it was just two people having sex on top uh, on top of a Corona pallet of beer. thought that was hilarious. I saw, I, I saw one picture of one where it was like, <laughs> like they just had masks on. <laughs> like, the, yeah, that was it. But I was like, eh, I guess that's all right. No, it was like, you could tell it was like a low-budget porno, and I was like, oh, that's pretty ingenious, just, you know. Have someone give you a pallet full of Coronas and just have sex on top of it. That's how you spread it. Are you are you into those where it's like the low budget, like, hey, we're filming this at home type of thing? Oh, the POV type shit? Yeah. You know what? It, it's, it's like kind of like when you're a first time podcaster, you got the shitty sound coming out. Like you got the you got the background sound just <laughs> fucking your ears. I got that. Yep. So not only someone's fucking, but my ears are getting fucked by the sound. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. So there you go, focus X N X X. Is that what the one you said? Yep. And spank, yeah. spank bag, or two of the top sites from two great killer podcasters right here. All right, question number six. What profession would you like to attempt? Would I like to attempt? Yeah. Hands down, um, and I'm sure people who know me would probably agree with this one, but I probably I I would. Always, I always wanted to try stand up. Really? I know you're stand up. Yeah, I, I like know, stand up, but you're cool. I know people are probably listening and they're like, "Dude, you have not made me fucking laugh <laughs> one time this whole episode." But I'm really, I'm really into stand up comedy. So, is that something you are you planning on doing, or is it something you're just tiptoeing and playing with the idea? Um, I probably would <clears throat> never have the chance to do it. Really, but, not even like on improv know? night, like, hey, openers, first time mics. I've I've flirted around with the idea of, like doing an open mic and like I've I've written jokes and stuff like I have a list of jokes that I have on my phone, but I'd probably never end up doing them. Come on, I think once I think if anything if Corona has taught us anything, we got to do oh, what you're passionate sure. about. If I, if I were to ever if I were to ever do it, nobody would know. No one would know. No, really? Because if, if it goes bad, the only person that knows is me. Dude, but learn from the Ram alcoholics. There's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> true. That's very true. That's, so maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll build up the courage enough to do it. Shit. I'll come down. I'll laugh at jokes, dude. I'm, I'll just, I'll, I'll do it. 
I'm down. You'll hype me. You'll hype me up. I'll fucking hype it up. I'm like, yeah, fuckers, hilarious. The next Dave Chappelle, guys. <laughs> All right, question number seven. So I like doing seven because it's my favorite number. So the question number seven and the last one: What profession would you not like to attempt to do? So I would never want to do this again because this profession, I did it and I hated it, mm. and that's working at a that's working at a car wash. Holy shit! I worked at a car wash too. You didn't like it. I did not like it. Just I think it might have been just with the group that I was with. Mm. It was it was pretty shitty and like like the fucking line of cars was never ending. So it wasn't like those like self wash things. Like you, I had to fucking vacuum that thing, wash it, rinse it, dry it. It was a bitch. I mean, I, I did it during the summer because my uncle owns a car wash in Century City, but mostly nobody spoke Spanish. No one spoke English, I'm sorry. So I'd be the one doing the tickets, like, all right, what do you want, the deluxe? All right, cool, cool, boom. And I'd be, like, directing oh, yeah. people, and I'd be vacuuming and going back and forth. I'd be driving cars. I'd be driving nice Mercedes cars, nice fucking Porsche. I'd be driving that shit around. Yeah. Uh, I'll, like you said, there's, there's guys who just, it's so weird that, it, that that profession attracts like people who just don't speak English because you don't really have to interact with anybody. You can mm-hmm. just wash the car. So the spot that I worked at, um, literally, I worked with my. I, I did it with my friend, which was wasn't too bad. I did it with my friend Joseph, and I'll never forget when we were clocking out. Um, you have to find your name, and I was looking for my name, and I was like. Uh, what, who the fuck is, like, Chad, and who is this guy, and that, like, who the fuck are these names? <laughs> and they were looking at me like, hey, don't, uh, you don't say anything, don't say nothing. And I was like, well, I don't know who the fuck Chad is. I know Jose, I know Luis, I know this. They're like, shut up, don't say anything. And it turned out, like, that whole group had no fucking papers whatsoever. <laughs> so they, they were, like, using fake names. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't want to fucking ruin your, your shit. They probably thought you were INS. Like, oh, the fuck, like, a meeting here. Undercover. <laughs> like, oh, who the fuck is this kid asking so many questions? It's like 21 Jump Street for INS. Get the fuck out of here, S.A. Yeah. Oh, real quick, before before we wrap up, I, yeah. wanted, I was curious to ask you this question. So... What would you think, because this is something that I haven't told anyone yet, and I was going to talk about it on my next podcast, All right, shoot. but the the one thing that I, di- I do want to do coming like, next with the podcast mm-hmm. is doing a, is doing a live show. Oh, shit. Would you, guys ever, would you guys ever do a live show? Yes and no. I think yes, because I'm always up for the challenge, and I know Mr. Lou's up for the challenge. I think my one guy, you know, the, the skinny one, Escaleto, would kind of be shy of doing it live. But I think, I think all three was would yeah. be, up, I think all three was would be up to doing a live show. Um, it just depends if the Ramblers want to do it. I, I, I honestly, after doing your show and getting the getting the people who came out and told us all about how they felt about that episode and how they feel about the episode we've done after that, um, I feel that our audience is more of like the type of people that. They go to those like sex stores covered up with their caps and their sunglasses, and you don't want nobody to know you're going to go buy you're going to go buy sex toys. I feel that that's our listeners. They're like undercover listeners that don't want nobody to know that they're listening to the most raunchiest fucking podcast out here in the San Gabriel Valley. That's hilarious. But um, I'm down. So I bring that up because I like it, it's it's 
I've thought about it in my head, like, oh, dude, a live podcast would be so cool. But the one fear I would have is, like, you know, getting people to come out and watch it and listen to it and all that. So I always thought, like, how cool would it be if, like, all these different podcasters partner up and that way we can sell out a venue of everyone's listeners. Like, everyone kind of chips in with their listeners and we could have a full day of just, you know, oh, this the rambling alcoholics are going to come up, do 30 minutes. Kickback's going to come up, do 30 minutes. You know, so-and-so's going to do another thing. Like, I was thinking about doing something like that. It, it's not a bad idea. I just feel like I think if we become the openers, I, I would rather be the opener because like I just said right now, I don't, I don't think so. It, I don't think the fans would show up. It's kind of like they'd be too scared to be like, I don't want people to know I'm associated with this podcast. I'm just going to say I'm here for the kickback. I'm going to say I'm here for the kickback because I'm going to two drink minimum because this fucking location needs two drinks. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll find, we can find a spot where it's just like fucking BYOB or something. All right, fucking do a house party. It's just like, hey, fucking here you guys go. <laughs> just open up the garage. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? We're going to come out here and do our shit and everyone take a seat. The cooler to right there is BYOB and my dad's out there cooking carne asada for five bucks a pop, guys. There you go. <laughs> there it is. You know your dad be out there yeah. fucking grilling and shit? Fuck yeah, he can't, he can't get enough of it. There you go. Nah, I'd be down. I, I, that's something I, I would I would bring it up to the guys and see if they're open to it. I, I know I know, Mr. Lou would be like, fuck yeah. Like That'd be his first instinct because, you know, he used to be a performer. Oh yeah, so, I'm sure Mr. Lou would love an audience. Oh, of course, you know, he's always cruising for tell, bitches. Tell, and him, tell, him he can, tell him he can open up the show with his guitar. Oh, don't, bro, don't. He'll, he'll take up a lot of time. Tell him he needs a tight five minutes with that guitar. Shit. <laughs> he'll probably roam around the streets afterwards looking for bitches with the guitar. Hey, I'll, go, I'll be out there roaming with him. There you go. Holy shit. You're here to hear Mr. Lou if you're listening. I know you are. You better. But Chris, I want to yeah, thank you. That's right. Chris, I want to thank you for being my first guest on the Two Utes. Well, I'm sorry, the Rambly Alcoholics present the Two Utes. Uh, I want to thank you for showing up. Um, do you want to uh, give us where our fans can find you if they like what they heard today? Where can they find you on? Exactly. So, um, on Instagram, it's called the Kickback Podcast LA. Um, you know, just follow us, you know, listen to our podcast. If not, just Shoot, look at all the clips that we have on Instagram. You know, we have little clips of every episode that I think are pretty funny. So, um, real quick, uh, thanks for having me on. Mm -hmm. It was fun. But uh, I'm curious, where'd you get, how'd you come up with a name? I'm always, I'm always oh, interested in stuff two, like that. The two youths. So, like I said, we had already thought about doing this when we noticed the quarantine stuff. And uh, I, um, I went to go cut my hair last week, and the lady was watching my cousin Vinny. And it was a scene yeah. where the guy was like, but Joe Pesci was like, so you're telling me these two youths and the judge like, excuse me, what did you say? He goes, what? I remember that scene. I, I just like the word youths. So I, I do. I, yeah, I remember that. So I looked up what youths mean. It means two. It, it's slang for two young guys. So yeah. basically, my objective is to have people here, and they may not be young, but I just like the word youths. And when I told the guys that, they're like. It makes no sense, and it goes with what the rambling are rambling alcoholics is. It makes no fucking sense. So, I love it though. That's a good one. I like that name. So yeah, you should hear the well. The the intro was was uh, performed by Mister Lou, and of course Joe Pesci does the lines. We had him raid the lines. 
<laughs> so I hope uh, I hope people enjoy this episode. Like I said, we're thinking about doing this uh, in the either the beginning or the middle of the week to release this, and then Friday, of course, the main show, the main event, the Ramblecaholics podcast. Um, again, guys, if you guys liked what you guys hear today, um, go to the Kickback Podcast on Instagram. Um, you guys are on every show, so, uh, every podcast platform, right? Exactly. Everywhere you can find a podcast, we're on it, and it's not just me. So if you didn't enjoy it, my my voice, you can always enjoy uh, Jesse and Jay. You know, they're always shitting on each other. So there you know, go, we, we have fun. We have fun. I had fun here with you guys. I had fun with you tonight. I had fun with your guys next, uh, when we were there. I know we missed uh, Jesse. Hopefully, we get another invite from you guys. We're down to go again. You know, be another killer guest with killer numbers. And don't exactly. worry if we go if we get ever get to the um, if we ever get El Cucuy in the mañana, we'll make sure we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, thank you. Um, any last word before we uh, call it a call it a day? Uh, oh, yeah, listen to episode 35 with the Ramley Alcoholics. They were, they killed it. That's <laughs> yes, right, we killed it. We killed it enough that we got a lot of DMs. And, nice. not, and not in the best way by some people. Hey, DMs are DMs, I'll take them. That's right. Even though some people wanted to slide in my DMs since 5 in the morning. You know who you are. <laughs> Other than that, guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back this Friday. Uh, more rambled, more shenanigans, more drunken talk. Uh, this is my special guest, Chris. Fuck it. Signing off, folks.